when someone's nice to us, we should be thankful and we should reciprocate and return the favor. But oddly enough, too often, we don't really work that way. Over time, we start to take them for granted and think, oh, they like me. They're always nice to me and they've always just been that way. And instead of thinking, I should be even nicer to them because we're close, we assume they'll know how I feel even if I don't show it because we're close. We go down this line of thinking and eventually we find ourselves distancing ourselves from others altogether. We don't want to be the one on the losing end, so we tally what we've been given and what we have been giving. We try to be a little more calculating, colder, a little more independent. And then, yet we sometimes ask, when did this world become so cold and unfriendly? We already know the answer. It starts from us. When someone is nice to us, we should be even nicer. The closer we are to someone, the more we should try to show how we feel, how grateful we are, and how much we really appreciate them. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. We started things off with a little bit of nostalgia that was cool with mekjua tangkong or beer and peanut. Now, it's only human nature to want to get back as much as we've given. <laughs> if not, maybe get back a little more. The closer we are to someone, the more we assume, oh, they get it, they'll understand. So instead of showing them and telling them, taking the time, to say we appreciate their presence in our lives. We don't. We just let things kind of pass over and then that eventually can brew unnecessary misunderstandings. It could brew distance, brew hurt. Now these days it's so hot and humid here in Korea that even the littlest things can set us off. So that is exactly why I think we should put in more effort to be nicer to those around us. And yes, of course, being nice to those who are nice to us is great. Expressing our appreciation is great. But better than that, why not? Why wait till someone is nice to us? Let's not be reactionary. Let's be the first to start that cycle. Be the first to spread that love. So on that note, thank you all for tuning into the show today. Please know that you are greatly appreciated. And I hope you all spread this love to those around you, wherever you are. Which, of course, brings me to the question, where are you? Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So tell me where you are and what you're doing right now. While at it, send in your song requests and share your sayandr stories and anecdotes about anything and everything as well. Nothing's too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kung, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. Or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text us at sharp8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. Now in part two of the show, we'll be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. Okay, I'll be back with the roll call after one more song. Here is Uban and Hash Swan with Shiogake Hangang taking a break.
One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, where it is currently 5.22 p.m. And we have rain. After a few days of unexpectedly not having rain, just really hot sunny days, it started coming down today. It's supposed to be coming down a lot even later in the day, so everyone who's out and about, be careful. Right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeoldo, Seoul. Where are you? Time for our global world call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from listening to OFD, of course. Where are you? We're starting with listener Dwi Budi Raharjo, who says, Hello, DJ Lena Park. Greetings from Indonesia for all listeners of KBS. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for writing in. A nice, happy, big hello to everybody. Alicia Y writes, First of 90 days in the temporary office today. Not quite liking it much. It's less than half the size of the previous office. And it's a shared co-working space, so we're sharing the kitchen and bathroom with many randoms from outside of our company. My noise-canceling headphones have never been more useful. I'm one of six people isolated in a small private room, so we're planning to make the best of it and decorate it in a way that makes us happy. Initial idea? Flamingo designs. But now we're thinking Barbie dollhouse. HR will probably hate this. Oh boy, well, maybe HR will like it because they know it will contribute to the happiness of their employees. But it's like you said, temporary being the keyword. You can with, with, uh, stand or endure anything when you know that there's an end, so good luck. My lovely writes, 안녕하세요, 정연씨, from Seoul to Kuyang. Thank you for the fantastic musical gift. I brought my mom and my younger sister to see your Koyang concert. Initially, I booked a musical my mom wanted to see, but when she said in passing, Bak Jung-hyun is the best singer out there, well, I immediately canceled the musical ticket and booked your concert tickets instead. She went straight to the venue from Chuncheon and did not stop saying what an amazing singer you are until she went back home. Well, I regretted not having taken her to your concert sooner. I think I should bring her again next time. Now it's drizzling nicely. It's been so hot lately that I'm happy to see the rain today. It's true, it's kind of nice to get a little bit of break from the 34-35 degree weather we've been having. But uh, lots of rain is in the forecast, so everybody, I just really worry about safety. So that's more than anything. So glad your mother enjoyed the concerts. And yes, definitely she should go next time, too. PSY05902 writes, DJ Jonghyun Onni, 안녕하세요. My finals ended today. Yay! I still have some big hurdles, like the college entrance exam left. But aside from those, that was the last written exam in my 12 years of school. Now I only have a few more months to go, and I hope I'll be able to get results that are as good as the amount of effort I've put in. Today, I'm going to go to a norebang before going home early and then sleeping for a long time for the first time in a while. I'll rest today and get back to studying hard tomorrow. Congratulations! Oh my goodness, what a... What a fantastic feeling it must be to know that you've completed your last exam of your primary and secondary education. I think definitely you should take two, three days of sleeping in and doing nothing before you start studying hard again. You really deserve more than just one day. Definitely so. Un0203 writes, It's as if the Changma rain waited for your national tour to end. It looks like the sky's on your side, too. Congratulations on your hard work crossing the bridge. Now I'll get back to focusing on the stories you share with us as OFD's DJ, Haitinginida. 
Thank you. PSI Love says, Oh, 안녕하세요. I've been waiting. I'm even happier to tune into OFD today, and it's raining a little bit. I hope you're well rested. The bridge was so beautiful and joyful. I hope you were as happy as we were. Congratulations and 고생 많았어요. Alrighty. Thank you so much for um, your message. I thought the moon was really beautiful over the weekend. Yes, you're right. It was the super moon of the year. It's gorgeous, the full moon. She says, let's make the best of the rest of the year once again. Thank you for gifting me such a dreamy time all through the weekend. All right. Well, thank you so much for writing in. All right, it's time for song requests. First one is from Look at Louie, who writes, It's raining a lot, but my heart is still back in Koyang. I was happy to have spent the first half of 2023 with you. I'm, I'm feeling a little damp because of the rain, so I'm trying to listen, uh, cheer up by listening to your song, Himne. I can't believe that it's already been several days since I sang along to the song at your concert. Now where will I see you up close again? You, you. Well, I guess I should listen to OFD more diligently. I want to request All right. Yes, the concert's over, but we still have lots of good memories to carry us for a while, I think. Sharon Hope says, Where am I? Adelaide, South Australia. What am I doing while listening? Checking emails, etc. What do I want to hear? Take two, BTS. Hope you are having a lovely summer day over there. Middle of winter here and very cold. Oh, yes. Other side of the hemisphere in the thick of winter. I hope you're keeping warm and hopefully the warmth that we're feeling here from our hot summer rains will kind of carry over in our playlist and warm you up over there for all of those listening from the other side of the hemisphere. Let's listen to these two songs back to back. Tadnabie, Tom like when we first met, followed by BTS with their song, Take Two. That was BTS with their song, Take Two. And before that, Chanabi with Chom like when we first met. Jerry 76 writes, Looking back on myself today and how I've prepared to be punctual for the person I cherish, I'd like to thank myself. Sincere gratitude can start from within ourselves, no? Oh, I suppose so. I mean, it's a little cheeky, but yes. Let's start with self-love and then move outwards from there, that's for sure. Give yourself a nice pat on your back. VOIXOXO says, 안녕하세요, 정연 언니. Even though I live in Canada, I'm so introverted that sometimes I'm overwhelmed by the Canadian people who can be too kind. I'm trying hard not to feel this way. But do you have any tips? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I mean, yes, I, Canadian people are very famous for being extremely kind, extremely nice, going out of their way. And I think for you, it's just a matter of getting used to it and not reading too much into it. Um, if you're so introverted, it makes you uncomfortable. Then uh, it's one of the things I think you have to overcome within yourself to just uh, not be affected by it that much. Because you don't have to be, right? It's just a very superficial politeness um, and it doesn't really have to be something that affects you too much except in a positive way. All right, listener no longer writes into our show. The weather makes me get angry easily and lose patience. It takes far more effort than usual. I should be thankful for those who had been nice to me today because... It must have been an effort for them, too. Exactly what we're talking about at the opening today. That's so true. You've got to remember that, yes, if it's hard for you because we're just all hot and annoyed, how hard is it for that person next to you? Just the same, right? So a little bit of that empathy I think that you're feeling will 
surely go a long way. Very nicely put. Kong listener 12341217 says, Now that June is over, I seem to have more leisure. Everyone, be safe and happy during the Tangma season. That's for sure. Let's enjoy the rainy season as much as we can. It's one of the least popular kind of seasons and time of the year here in Korea, but we should try and just look at the good parts of it, enjoy it, uh, kind of manage our anxiety, our uh, anger management going on here, and then just try to look at the happy side of things, positive thinking, and also safety. That's for sure. JSLee2017 writes, 안녕하세요, 정년 누나. Congratulations on the completion of the national tour that began in May. Thank you always for the gift of music. 누나 우주 최고. After your concert on Sunday, I took my daughter to Incheon Airport. It was my first time there in four years. She left on a 15-day-long trip to Europe with a college group. She'll be traveling through five countries, including France, Italy, and Switzerland. I hope she'll have a safe trip. Wow, that's a really big trip, huh? Sounds like it's going to be a busy itinerary, but how wonderful. I hope she has a great experience. Listener, I'm Kelly writes, I don't know why I feel this way, but today's picture somehow makes you look like an attractive, intelligent, and successful professor. At a relatively young age, who is on the rise in her career. Oh, that's nice. In my imagination, it's always a pleasure to register for her courses, even though she tends to be a top grader. <laughs> I could say many things about this concert, but all I want to say is a heartfelt thank you for the gift of a wonderful time, as always. The more time I spend with you, the more I cherish it. Now, all you have to do is relax and enjoy the break. You truly deserve it. Ah, I wish I could have slept for two days, but unfortunately, I was actually really busy. And I actually have less of a voice than after my concert, because I was yelling at children all day yesterday. Um, my One of my best friends in the whole wide world with her two children came to visit me all the way out here to Korea. To watch the concert, if you noticed those cute little kitties that were with me, those beautiful girls, um, they came out to see their Auntie Lena sing. It was wonderful. So we were spending all day together, and so now <laughs> I'm like more tired, but in a really good way. Really good way. Listener Nana244562 writes, Hello, I want to request Exos Hear Me Out. Thanks, and have a nice day. All right, thank you so much for sharing your song request. We're all going to listen to it right now, so I hope you're tuning in. Here's XO. Hear me out. One, two, three. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. All right, we got lots of messages to get to today. Lots of people got lots of things to say. We have Sally Jungbin who writes, Congratulations on the successful completion of your national tour for your 10th album. I was born the year after your debut. I remember watching Nanungasuda with my family every week while I was in elementary and middle schools. Back then, I think I was too young to be deeply moved by music, but now listening to your songs wakes emotions in me I didn't know I had. I feel like I can understand your music wholly. Sometimes they even make me bawl. Oh. So I wanted to say thank you for bringing out of me so many emotions that had been laying asleep never felt like this with other vocalists. You are like Whitney Houston for me. I'll keep cheering you on for a long time. I'm also so grateful that I can tell you how I feel through OFD. OFD Chang! <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time 
to letting me know how my music is helping you and it has become a part of your life. It's always such an honor to hear that. Why is Angela 32 right? Sunny, 안녕하세요. From the first concert in Seoul to the last in Koyang, I can still see you in my mind, doing your utmost at every single concert. 언니, 그동안 정말 고생 많으셨어요. Thank you for the great gift of your memories. I'm still reeling from the concerts as if dreaming. I feel like I should run back to Koyang this weekend. I'll cherish the emotions and good vibes I got from your concert. Now that I'm back to my everyday life, I'll look back on the memories whenever I'm feeling tired and run down and cheer myself up. Fighting! That's wonderful. I think that's the ultimate goal, I think, uh, from the concert, that it becomes this memory that can fuel you and be a source of peace, something that you can always go back to. And also the concert itself being a place that you can have, you know, moments of pure enjoyment, escape from any worries that you might have. But the fact that that can kind of have a longer shelf life and carry you from, you know, hard moments even in the future, that, that's all probably the ultimately the best thing that I can hear in terms of feedback. So thank you so much. Unbin Nicole says, it was so wonderful to see the start and end of the national tour. Thank you always for making such great stages. Now that your passionate tour is over, it's raining quite heavily today. The sound of the raindrops hitting the office window makes me feel a little restless, so intuitively I'd like to request Yunae Bisori. All right. Sounds perfect for today, of course. So let's listen as we listen to the sound of rain. We will listen to Yunha with her song, Pisori, or Sound of Rain. different but not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe it's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection one k-pop track and one non-k-pop track it's parallel universe Today we will listen to two songs that say sorry to a loved one, rather belatedly. First, we'll listen to the K-pop song, Gohaesongsa, Confession by Harim. Now he is a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, concert planner, professor, and more importantly, my dear friend. He's been an important part of the Korean music industry since the mid-1990s. But... He made his mainstream debut as a solo artist only in 2001 with the release of his first album. This song was on that album. Here's a bit of the song's words. Even at my reckless and foolish frustrations, you said you still believe despite it all. I'm sorry I couldn't live up to it. How could I? I'll dedicate this meager melody to you. All right, there goes my voice. <laughs> now, the non-K-pop song of the day we're going to listen to is I'm Sorry by Joshua Bassett. Born and raised in Oceanside, California, this young star rose to fame for his starring role in high school musical The Series. His song, I'm Sorry, was part of his fourth EP entitled Different, and it is a heartfelt apology directed towards someone who he has wronged in the past. Now it's a reflection on past mistakes, an acknowledgement of the pain that he has caused, a plea for forgiveness. So let's listen. Harim with Gohe Songsa, followed by Joshua Bassett with I'm Sorry.
That was I'm Sorry by Joshua Bassett, and before that, Harim with Kohe Songsa, or Confession. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Now coming up in part two, our expert with impeccable taste. Professor Cynthia Yu will join me in the studio for OFD and chill, so don't change that channel. Let me wrap up part one of the show with Sander and his song, Kumawa. Thank you. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill is coming right up. Professor Cynthia will join me in the studio in just a moment. If you couldn't decide which Korean movie to watch or which drama to binge on next, first hear out what she recommends. We'll take a quick song break so Cynthia settles in here and gets ready for OFD and Chill. First up, Pentagon with Kualamcha, Sparkling Night, followed by Sunmi with the song Sunny. given moment, countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are there for you to binge. So when every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret's out. Korean films are also awesome. So be it film or TV, and that one-inch barrier of subtitles is not a barrier anymore, but you just don't know where to go next. OFD and Chill should be your guide. Our guide, an expert with familial tastes, it is Professor Cynthia Yu. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, and look mm-hmm. at us. We met a lot of rain today. Strangely, no rain. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like... Oh, I felt like it was on the verge, really hot right? weekend. Mm-hmm. Were you okay during the hot, hot weekend? No. No? <laughs> no? It was really hot. It was really hot. Yeah. 35 degrees, I think, was the peak temperature. Oh. But it, oh, but it felt like 41. Right, because it was quite humid. 90% humidity. Mm-hmm. Which like, is basically like we're almost underwater. <laughs> yikes. But we're not. How did I survive? How did you even survive? Weekend. And you know, my husband is like, you know, Korean War Mm -hmm. kind of, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not bad friend, Um, but. But very, uh, uh, very. He's frugal. Yes. We didn't turn on the air conditioner. What? I know. That I I don't even know how. I don't even, yeah. So we escaped to the mall on Saturday. There you go. And then I remember, like, um, you know, I went to the bakery cafe. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the moment I got outside to get into the car, yeah. I was like, what is this? Yes. Like, walking like into a... Un- it was so unreal. It was so hot. We say walking so into human. a steam basket. Yes, but it was also so hot. Like, the sun yeah. was blazing so did not a cloud in the sky yeah <laughs> but that was that was saturday and then mm-hmm. you know i said sunday mm-hmm. i'm just gonna hide out at home <clears throat> but you know home is hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's still oh. like it was like the Do first weekend fans? of july yes okay we have this huge fan like the <laughs> fan that would you would see in a gym oh yeah those fans yes. you have one of those there's like metal. Yes. <laughs> it's I bet if I you know, if you yeah. elongate it to yes. its full height, yeah. it'd be like my height. <laughs> oh That is funny. I just don't think I could turn it on till like August or something. Oh my my. But yeah. I mean you and everyone else were all just sort of first of all the heat was crazy. Uh-huh. And then uh I did concerts over the weekend oh, so right. you know what hot hot outside means right it means cold cold theater oh really yes and i have this thing where yeah. uh i can't expose my face to any blowing air mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's right we can't not 
air conditioned the theater. Of course. The poor people. Right. In Seoul, we had an incident where the yeah, AC was I turned was, off. I was there. there. <laughs> and all I saw was people just fanning themselves, <laughs> like just dying. And it was partly my fault. No, it wasn't. <clears throat> it wasn't. It was actually their fault because, right. <laughs> uh, the, you know, they shouldn't have been blasting it. Right. We, we fixed it the next day. Right. We timed it just right. But so, yeah. Mm-hmm. We couldn't, but then I was suffering because the air was blowing right in my oh. face. And what happens is that makes my eyes tear oh. uncontrollably. So everyone thought I was really emotional, but really <laughs> it was just air conditioning in my face. And then, so yeah, we had yep. this whole thing, mm-hmm. a lot of meetings, <laughs> but it was a cold theater. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. It got hot eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, we're all trying to figure out it's either too hot or too cold. Mm-hmm. For me, summertime is this always this negotiation. Right, if you have to perform, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's just you run into the bank, <laughs> which is the coldest place you can possibly. That's true. That you is just true. Run into the bank. It's true. And then just, oh, two minutes, uh, and then just run outside right. again. <laughs> and that will always be the golden rule run that into the like- bank. You know, the first year I was here, like years back, right? I remember Korean banks, right? They were the best. They were the best. (laughs) (laughs) They were always the coolest. Yes. So, yes, visitors, if you ever find Mm -hmm. yourself here in Korea during the hot, hot summer, run into the bank. (laughs) The banks. Pretend you're lost. There's, yeah, I mean, you... Like no one will like. No they, one will bother you. They're there. They want your money. Yes, hopefully. They, so take a number mm-hmm. and pretend you're waiting, and then just leave. <laughs> There's free water. That's sometimes true. free coffee. Yeah, a little little water cooler. Yeah, it's the best. Wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. Don't tell them you heard it mm-hmm. from OFD. We have Jong Sungai Yubin, Taepyeon, Alicia Lahab eighty two, Yemin JS Jerry seventy six. Ian King, Jal thirty six three one, all joining us today, welcoming you. Hello, hello, Professor Cynthia. Yay. Now I used a very unusual adjective mm-hmm. because I felt like okay, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Who has familial tastes? Mm-hmm. But uh, you will know very shortly why I used it because the first thing that we're going to talk about today, we are so on the same <laughs> wavelength, Cynthia. I was just going to text you about right. this person, mm-hmm. and woohoo, here we go. Yeah, I mean, today is a little bit of an mm. Ojangse special. Ojangse! I love him. We are here, big fans at right. OFD of Ojangse. He's such a versatile, so talented. So talented. And right now you can find him in a new drama, mm-hmm. penned by, you know, star writer Kim Eun-hee. Now, she is of the Kingdom fame. Yes, Signal. You know, Signal was a big one. Mm-hmm. And it just started right. um, on a small local network, right. cable network. But first... Oh, actually, one of the major broadcasters. Oh, is it a major yeah, broadcaster? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. But <clears> I wanted <throat> to start today with the drama that came out last year starring Oh Jung-se. And it was, he was a starring role here. He Basically, this drama would have been impossible without, without him. Without him. Yeah, he's the lead. He totally, like, wow. you know, you know <laughs> carries a movie carries a drama. Now, for our listeners, first of all, who sort of feels like, oh, this name rings a bell, but mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. He's not as well known as a leading man, mm-hmm. but he's always that amazing supporting actor. That's right. We've talked about him in it, in movies like... The, it's... Oh, I can't think... Oh, the, my favorite movie... Extreme Job. No, he... Oh, he had Ted Chang. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> that little cameo. Very but small, was, but extremely so memorable role in Extreme Job, the chicken movie. Uh, uh, when the Camellia Blooms. That's right. He had a really large role there. And uh, <clears> he <throat> was It's Okay to Be Not, not okay, the okay, which mm-hmm. won him, I think, a Peksang He award. was the, the brother, the Sabat right. brother. Right. 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 And of course, you know, that this movie that I loved, it was Namja um, Sayongso. Mm-hmm. You know, when it was sort of like a big right. movie that came out almost over 10 years ago. Yeah. But I just adore. You fell in love with him there. There's actually a new movie by the same director, oh. and it's the same tone. Oh, you know? nice. Maybe we can revisit that. I would love to. All right. Mm-hmm. But one of those, um, you know his face. He's sort of known for playing sort of uh, quirky and yes. actually... Not supposed to be likable, yet you kind of like him anyway, characters. Oh, 
Yes, you're right. He's cornered uh, that one. I loved his character in Stove League as well. Oh, Stove he League. kind of played the villain, seeming villain who turned out to be not so villain. Who had less than villainous yes. motivations. Right. Yes. But in this drama, mm-hmm. I think this is his first, like we call it like a one-top drama. Mm-hmm. He really totally carries his he drama. He was the leading role. Right. It was a vehicle for him. So right. good even, for him. Even the title of the drama, Uncle. Uncle. He plays the uncle. He's uncle. <laughs> He's uncle. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start talking about uncle, but after our first song break. And here's some, one from the uncle's soundtrack. Here's Chu Sangmin with Be Your Side. That was Chu Sang Min with Be Your Side. Something about this song does give me, you know, for lack of a better word, a familial feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle. Um, actually, Jong Song is saying, hey, you know, I am watching the the new show mm-hmm. with Oh Jong Se. I keep expecting that he'll make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's such too too serious. Well, they. I'm, I will talk about. Yeah, this we'll later. get to that one a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, let's um, uh, let's look at Uncle. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I actually didn't know. I thought that this new drama might have been his first shot at a leading role, mm-hmm. but it's not. It, here's he's yes. a leading role here in Uncle, and like yeah. you said, un, impossible without him. Yes, he carries the whole show. Oh. Like he's the funniest character here, mm. and he's sort of the biggest hearted. So generous, his character. Interesting. I also think as an actor as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he has a love interest um, played by newcomer oh. Yi Shiwon. Okay. I, I think her background is actually in teaching, like middle school or high school history. And I've seen her in various variety shows. Mm. But I think this might this might have been her first acting role. Oh, wow. And it really shows. Yeah. And, you know, when they're together, you yes. could... I think he really helped carry her too. Right. She had that slight look where she's always responding. Right. To, she's just, just reacting. Right. Always like reacting. always it feels a little half second kind of mm, reacting. I see. And I think, you know, he was very kind of generous mm-hmm. and, you know, very, I don't know, like the yeah. greatest. Generous really great is the word because, you right? know, when you're an actor working mm-hmm. with other actors, it's a lot of giving. Right. Giving and taking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but their relationship isn't the focus of the show. Mm-hmm. The show's focus is the relationship between him and a young actor, mm-hmm. his, uh, the actor who plays his nephew. Okay. Because he's the uncle. Right. To this nephew. Um and basically, he he plays a character who's sort of down and out musician okay. who had kind of very much promise, you know, mm. at the early stages of mm-hmm. his career. Mm-hmm. But now he's sort of almost washed up. Okay, kind of like a has been musician. Right. Oh, my worst nightmare. Comes <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets a sudden call mm-hmm. from his estranged sister oh. and a nephew that he's never met. Huh. Right? Okay. They have fled um, her husband mm-hmm. and, you know, her mother-in-law because of domestic abuse. His sister has? Like, totally fly by night. Whoa. The first episode begins with them um, fleeing, you know. Just escaping from es- their family. Right. Wow. And they fly by night into this sort of uh, rental apartment okay. in a quite apparently an exclusive mm. apartment. Yeah. Tedanji, one of those huge yes. aco- apartment complexes. They just complexes. have tons and tons of buildings and tons and tons of units. That's right. And there, you know, she has to work mm-hmm. full time and she needs someone to take care of her son. I see. So now she contacts her estranged brother. brother you know, um, who is now sort of working as like a day laborer or like a mm. sailor in one of those ships. Oh, like that's unusual. Kind of odd, right? He, yes, like odd. no musical career. Yeah. He's now just earning his pay. Day labor. Right. Okay, manual labor mm-hmm. right. on a ship. But, you know, he's a kind-hearted guy. Mm. So even though he has this significant beef with her, with his sister, right? You know, he he feels compelled to help her out, right? Because he family. Real, yeah, yeah, and he mm-hmm. realizes that she's in 
dire straits, really, right? right. And this is really a pivotal moment for her, right? And how old is the nephew? Is he a young man or is he, he a child? Oh, child. Oh, he's a child. Yeah, he's played by child actor. I'm trying to figure e k y u n g h u n who is very good, who is a great actor. Korean child actors are right. like scary good. They are scary They're all good. Little Dakota Fannings. <laughs> totally right. It's just yes. amazing. Right. Yeah, I'm so he's always impressed. Yeah, I mean, I just love looking at his little cute face, oh. and you know, he's also experienced mm-hmm. domestic abuse from his, you know, grandmother, I paternal see. grandmother. I see. So, you know, when you first see him, Mm -hmm. he's very closed off, Mm, right? And he has trouble sort of relating to his uncle. But Mm -hmm. his uncle wins him over pretty quickly. Okay. Because it is (laughs) Ojongse. You know, right? right? So he is is in Korean, we would say, Imobu then. No? Yeah, well, Samchon. Oh, Samchon. Right. The funny thing is, this drama is actually based on an earlier British sitcom of the same name. Oh, it's an adaptation. Yes. They're very different, actually, Mm -hmm. um, stories. They're very different. I mean, there are some comedic elements here, Mm -hmm. but... So only the premise is just adapted and that's it? Yes. Okay. And um, this was... This drama actually did quite quite well in the ratings. Yeah, um, it was featured in one of the sort of cable networks, mm-hmm. and it became sort of their top three, like wow. ever, like historic top three. So, wow! Yeah, Oh Jung Se really carried, and mm. you know, his first kind of leading role. It kind of tells you that audiences, we're actually, we're ready to not see him just in that supporting role, that that sort of borderline Mm -hmm. unlikable character who makes you laugh. We're actually ready to see him in leading roles. Yeah. I think now he has kind of like 믿고 보는 오정세. Oh, that's a wonderful phrase. Yeah, Yeah, we just will... In 오정세, we trust. I think that's the best translation for that phrase. Now, when I first started watching this drama, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be one of those sort of well-made mm. kind of healing dramas, right? Um, tackling some current social issues. Okay. Because what happens is that, you know, this family, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uncle, Chun, oh, by the way, Chun Hye-jin plays the mother. Okay. And Chun Hye-jin is a wonderful mm-hmm. actress. Um, and her son, um, Ji-hoo, played by... child actor Lee Kyung-jun. Mm-hmm. Remember, they arrive at this very kind of little upscale, very big apartment um, complex okay. with mm-hmm. its own school. Wow. And, and yeah. you know, sort of mother's association. Oh, no. Right? Yep. And they're called mumbly. Mom- Combination of mom and lovely. Mom, lovely. Mom, right. Um, when I read the sort of introduction to the show, yeah. it talked about this strange thing we have in Korean Seoul real estate called Gangnam Sagu. Okay. There's only one Gangnam Gu. Sure. But there are three other Gu's that want to be part of Gangnam Gu. Oh. So there. <laughs> Wow. There's something called Gangnam. One, I think it, you, one district, two district, three district, like but that? They, yes, but they're officially, they have their own names. I, I think see. it's like Sochogu, Songpagu. Right. But because Gangnamgu has this cachet, right? Yeah, yeah. They are, they consider themselves part of Gangnam Samgu or right. Gangnam Sagu. I see, I see. Right? Right. So... They, this apartment complex actually mm-hmm. isn't part of Gangnam-gu. It's no. slightly farther apart, which creates that sort of even more kind of social milieu where they're not quite Gangnam Ajuma, right. but they really they want wanna to be. be Gangnam Ajuma. They're like, if only we were just a little closer yes. to Akujong-do. Right. <laughs> so there's actually a huge plot line involving their local <clears throat> um, representative right. trying to sort of change the sort of social the district, mix. like, yeah. it actually changed the district zoning so that they could officially be, like, the it district yes. moms. Some, all, various efforts. In, all for social status. Right. right. Yeah. So, um, this mumbly group mm-hmm. becomes a big character mm-hmm. itself in the story. 
And because um, this family, mm-hmm. you know, Oh Jiangse, Chan Hyebin, and Yi Kyunghun, they live in the rental apartments. Right. The thing about Korean these huge apartment complexes, complexes. is that the government makes mm-hmm. it mandatory that some of the apartment buildings be set off as rental only. Right. So. To allow more of social mix, exactly different social economic classes right. mixing in to the have area, a nice mix and diversity in right. there, and also just to to give other people a chance to live right. there. Yeah, but the folks who live in the rental apartments right. face a lot of discrimination from their social neighbor. Social discrimination, right? Like their neighbors consider them sort of lower class, uh, and that they will actually say, "Yeah, you're." You know, lowering my property value. Oh my goodness! You shouldn't be going to school with my kids, right? right? You're not. You know, you're like lower. You're too low class, right? You're not quality. Your kids, you know, can't follow the you know the schoolwork. You you don't belong here. As if your kids are because they're lower class, they're not as smart. Mm. Is what they're implying? Yes, but of course that's not true. Of course not. So, you know, they face a lot of that kind of Mm -hmm. discrimination Mm -hmm. and bullying. So the early episodes sort of feature that. I see. They show how, you know, um, he faces bullying at school. Oh, the nephew? Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's also this mom. I don't know if our listeners have heard of something called mom cafe. Mom cafe. These are these online communities formed by moms. I see. But they they can be very influential, ah. and if they want to, mm-hmm. they can take down businesses in their neighborhood wow. by, by posting. Oh, you know, right? It's like this extremely avid neighborhood right. watch kind yes. of entity. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they discover one of the taekwondo, you know, changs, yes. right? Supported, you know, Lee Kyung Hun. So right. the nephew sort of issue, right? Because mm-hmm. the nephew said someone bullied me yeah. and then he looked at his sort of CCTV and realized, oh, you know, it's he true. Was right. He was right. Mm-hmm. The moms... They wanted to shut that down. That's right. And they put it out of business. <gasps> they actually ran the guy out of business. Right. My goodness. And that's actually have been reported in the Korean press. That this is actually something that can actually happen. Happen. It has happened Mm -hmm. in actual Korean society, and here we see it dramatized. Right. We'll be back with more about Uncle after this. Here is Rijia with Love Sign. That was Rijia with Love Sign, another song from the OST of Uncle. Now, um, picking up right from when you left off, you said initially with this uh, very Korea-specific social setup that comes out of um, large apartment complex living. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are expecting this to be kind of like a a social commentary, plus a little maybe dramedy, family drama, healing drama. That's right. But apparently that's kind of not how it actually... Turned out, out to be, be like around episode six, mm-hmm. seven. It just turned out to be total soap opera, makjang. Really? Yes, like crazy makjang. <laughs> like, That's unexpected. Like, crazy. Like there were at least two or three kidnappings. At least three kidnappings. What? Um, there was one attempted suicide. Like there was <gasps> oh, a character dramatic. that literally jumped off an apartment building. Yeah, but did not die. Like, literally, she jumped off an apartment building, and she did not die. Right? In fact, she recovered so quickly. Okay. I was a little shocked. A little shocked. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. So, almost a little bit too unbelievable there. Yeah. In in that aspect, then. Um, Mm. And part of it, part of what, what, why that happened was because Mm -hmm. kind of midway through. Yes. Or actually even earlier than midway through. So, around episodes six, seven the grandmother oh. who is the chairperson yes. of a huge financial like oh kongo. she's just like a power woman power woman elite and truly evil oh and evil 
she's the one who inflicted domestic abuse right. on her own grandson. Right. Oh, right? my, that's so sad. I think she <laughs> instigated at least three, all three of the kidnappings. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, she that didn't. There was, one, there was one opera. other kidnapping that another character did. Okay, but that does sound like soap opera. Yes. Yeah. So I was just watching this going, like, what's going on? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I kept watching because Oh Jung Se yes. was funny. <laughs> and she was he was a very he lovable. He was the draw. Yes, he was a very lovable character. Mm-hmm. Plus mm-hmm. Um, some of the other main and supporting characters. Yeah. Sure, their characters were very soap opera-ish. Yes. But they just put it 100% in, ah. including um, this Queen Bee okay. character of the Mumbly yes. Association. Mm-hmm. Played by actress Park Son Young. Okay, really, really good. Really good. She yeah. just put hundred percent into like you just hated this woman, <laughs> and you wanted her just taken down. You, she someone's got to take her down. She's got to get her just desserts, huh? right? Yeah. And then you know the other characters mm-hmm. in this group. There was, and I wonder if I can say this word on air, but Dormani. Mm-hmm. So it's her sort of servant. Oh. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. You have the Queen Bee, and then you have the Shinya character. I, I, I want to say sycophant yes. as a kind of a good translation mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, it's played by this actress, I think, Chong Soo-young. Mm-hmm. Chong Soo-young. And she is funny. Mm. You, you see her a lot in these sort of comical yeah. um, sort of side supporting characters. Because she's sort of that like subservient. Right the right-hand man to the queen bee, right. but kind of useless kind of character. We see yes. that. She's an idiot. We see we see that character, right. yes. We and see then, this character a lot. Um, and then this actress, Hwang Usure. Okay. She plays sort of the, you know, she's as popular as Park Seong-young's characters because she's quite beautiful, mm, right? Yes. But she's also very comical. And she mm. also plays a lot of these characters who seem kind of evil. They do sort of bad things, but yeah. almost half-heartedly and later... They turn themselves around. Ah, okay. Like she played that character um, in Crash Landing on, on you, you, right? She mm-hmm. played one of the wife to one of the brothers mm-hmm. who finally sort of realized the error of her ways. I you know? see. So, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of kind of fun catharsis when mm-hmm. you see the evil characters being taken down. Yeah. And then the sort of semi evil ones mm-hmm. realizing the error of their ways yeah. and turning around and helping. The heroes, you know? I mean, it's very simplistic, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. It kind of is cathartically fun. Mm-hmm. It just makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's, it's fiction and it's right. unrealistic, mm-hmm. I can see the draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except this, there was this kidnapping mm-hmm. almost in episode 13 and 14. The kidnapping is quite dramatic, I have to there say. There are so many kidnappings really, it's, here. It's odd, but okay. There are like two or two attempted murders. Oh my goodness. There's a stabbing. What is going on? Yeah, there's a literal stabbing. And this is... I thought it was about the uncle. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So we have to be in the mood for a makjang mm-hmm. soap opera kind of thing. Yes. No holds barred. No holds barred. Wow. Um, but in this episode 14, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So there is a kidnapping. And the okay. way that's resolved, yeah. that was a little unreal. Okay. It was so unreal that I almost thought... Because one of the narrators, mm-hmm. actually the main narrator mm-hmm. of this drama, is the child, yeah. the nephew. Yeah. I wondered if this was sort of, you know, imagined in his head. Because you realize at oh. the end of the episode that he's actually retelling what happened in his youth. So this is a, like a, a recalling Recalling, of right. Like episode 14 jumps to like... The when future. He jumps to the future. And I think episode 15 and 16 jumps back again. Oh. I don't love this This style. is all over the place. I don't love this style of storytelling. We really need to just really like Ojong-sei to watch it's this, true. don't we? It's true. Um, there are some really funny ways in which certain red herrings are resolved that mm-hmm. I would just went, <laughs> But the way this final kidnapping is resolved, I almost really thought, 
wait, did it really happen? Or is it sort of like... Is a, it a dream? <laughs> yeah, or, you know, sometimes kids, when they look back on what happened in their youth, right, mm-hmm. they tend to kind of turn it into... They forget the details. Oh, and yeah, they it's sort of warped it, and becomes a little... Like, unreal. Like, yeah, it's as true. if it was a fairy tale. True. You know, similar to a fairy tale that they heard somewhere else, true. right? Yes. So I literally thought, is that really what, maybe that's what really happened? Because that actually would have made some sort of sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made sense. That's funny. <laughs> so we, we have here a very wacky drama. Yes. Wacky is a good word. Yes. It's called Uncle. Mm-hmm. And it's it, what... You have to go in knowing what you're going to get. Yes. And it's going to go get a little bit of mukdown, mm-hmm. but not for the lack of entertainment value, right? It is actually quite it's entertaining. It's kind of fun. It's pretty yeah. entertaining. All right, we'll be back with more. Here is Chu Sang-min again, but now performing Time to Say Goodbye. That was another one from the Uncle soundtrack, and it was called Time to Say Goodbye. We are talking about Uncle. Now, uh, one thing that I did kind of put, I got, I did, like, I put two and two together because Mm -hmm. uh, the cable network that this show aired on does cater to a certain demographic of people here in Korea. It's super popular with Mm -hmm. an older generation. Right. Um, A lot of throat. A lot of trot stuff. Mm -hmm. All the trot competitions are aired on this network. A lot of documentaries, Mm -hmm. news, um, all around the clock. Mm -hmm. Because the older generation here loves the news, like, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Now I see it makes a little bit more sense. It's a little uh, target... Audience targeted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know the drama traditional makjang drama, yeah. And the drama that aired before Uncle was actually the latest Phoebe Lim, Kim oh, Sung Won makjang, the queen of makjang. That's right, right. So the, the, this makes a lot more sense to me now mm-hmm. that they were catering to the network and the audience, and so it's a little bit of traditional whack wackadoodle K-drama, <laughs> telenovela style. And sometimes if it's done well and fun, mm-hmm. yeah, you can watch it um, during your lunch break or something like that and just have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I think so. And what's not to love, it's got Oh Jung-se starring yeah. in it. Yes. <laughs> uh, with our last few minutes, though, mm-hmm. uh, a little honorable mention. I totally wanted to like text yes. you about this over the weekend, mm-hmm. Cynthia. Because I was getting my nails done, and this was playing on the TV in the nail shop. <laughs> I couldn't barely hear it, and mm-hmm. it was so dark. Oh, but mm. a lot of thunder, lightning, creepy, right. creepy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's Oh Jung-sen's new drama. Yes, he's playing the lead in the new drama mm-hmm. by Kim Eun-hee. <gasps> Kim Eun-hee of Kingdom Fame. Right, mm-hmm. Signal. Signal. And latest sort of Chidi-san. Chidi-san was Which her latest totally bombed. It was a horrible ratings disaster. Mm-hmm. Also starred Oh Jung-se, right? He yes. He was a supporting too. character He was a that. supporting there. Mm-hmm. But I was so struck because I didn't really pay attention to the TV. But I was excited because, first of all, the <laughs> credits said Kim Teddy, And then oh. right after that, mm-hmm. Oh Jung-se. I'm like, right. what? <laughs> Interesting combination, right? <laughs> yes. That two leading people. I'm like, how? what kind of relationship can these people have? Yeah, I mean, they. I don't think that there will be any kind of romantic oh, no, no, relationship no, between romantic, them. No, no, they're more like teacher and student. Oh, they are. Okay. Because he plays a professor of Korean folklore, ah, Min Sokha, okay. right? And he comes from a very wealthy family. He, he just looked almost unrecognizable because right? he just looks so moshiso. <laughs> yes, he's... Basically wearing a nice suit. He's just got this tailored suit. Mm-hmm. He and he he wears it well, and he's so handsome. He and, lives and in manicure. the coolest little like mansion villa, super modern, penthousey right. kind of like. He's just like you've he's never a Mac. seen Chongsei like this, right? Yeah, and I'm like, good for him because you know he's not that silly, pathetic character, but now he's like so chic, right? And he just and um, and he just looks really handsome, right? And that's why I wanted to text you. I'm like, oh, you're gonna love this, Cynthia. Jal thirty six three oh one is also very curious about this mm-hmm. drama. 
Now it's just in time for the summertime, so you know what that means. Yes. Scary. <laughs> yeah, because Kimuni loves the occult. She loves the occult. She loves zombies. <laughs> She loves to mix up the sort of supernatural, supernatural genre with thriller. Into the realism right. and then thriller. Thriller, social commentary. Girl after my own heart. And then Churimur, investigative. Mystery. Right. right. Um, now, she kind of had a bomb with Chirisan. Okay. I think Chirisan was also sort of in this field plus action. Yes. Right? That's right. So I think she's in recovery mode. Oh, yeah. Now, she, she had a recent um, movie out, mm-hmm. Rebound, mm-hmm. that people thought, the critics actually, you know, thought it was quite good, but mm-hmm. it didn't do very well in the box office. I see. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that this new drama called Aki, mm-hmm. or Revenant. Ooh, good name in English. Revenant, right? yeah. Classy. Yeah, very I classy. I liked it. Classy. Mm-hmm. It, w- hopefully that it will get some critical... you know, reviews, good critical reviews, plus it really needs to do well in the ratings. And I hear the ratings are actually pretty good. Pretty favorable. Pretty favorable. It's really early on. I think only two episodes have aired at this point. Four. Oh, four have already aired. I've watched all four. You have? Okay. And I really disliked the first two. You did? And I thought, oh no, this is going to... It's going to bomb. It's going to bomb. Uh-oh. It picked up in three and four. Okay. But I'm still kind of on the fence. Because ah. it has sort of like habits mm-hmm. of, you know, writing and yanchu that mm-hmm. I don't really like. Right. There's a lot of exposition. Ah, uh, you, you know what? I see where you... I did... The, episode one was almost all exposition. Like too much exposition. Because... And I understand that because we're talking about Korean folklore. And unfortunately, a lot of young people in, and, you know, foreigners like me, of course... And I, me. We need a little sort of background. We need a things. little bit of a 101. Mm-hmm. But instead of, I mean, the, I mean, the best case is that instead of exposition, yeah. just the story yeah. will guide you and tell you what's going on, right. Right? right? But what she sets up is she has Oh Jung-se playing this professor. Okay. Explaining the occult, like mm-hmm. what type of ghost this is. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. Right? Like as if it's he's like giving like a lecture. It's like watching a lecture, yeah. Right. Mm. To Kim Terry. Mm-hmm. Now, what's an interesting twist is that Oh Jung-se also has the ability to see spirits ah. and ghosts and devils. Mm-hmm. So he is like the sixth sense character. Right. 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 Um, he's also gone through a lot of trauma, childhood trauma. I see. So unlike, you know, earlier sort of characters that he's done, he's almost kind of robotic mm. in his acting. Because mm-hmm. he plays a character who's gone through so much trauma that he has trouble really kind of interacting, opening up, opening up and, it, you know, sort of opening up and reacting and interacting with someone emotionally. So he's just really guarded. And right. basically he's playing someone who's just suppressed right. so much right. that now he's sort of like a blank poker face. Yeah, he reminds me of, you know, Hwang s h i m o k Smoke from Kimira Soup, all of those characters. And there's sort of like this habit in some Korean dramas of having the male leads like this. I see. Right? Sort of like almost socially awkward. Right. Mm -hmm. Like emotionally distant. That's right. Emotionally distant. That's Mm -hmm. a good one. While, which leads Kim Teddy's character to just go wild. Okay. And she is. absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't, I think this might have been her first uh, major drama role mm-hmm. in, a, in one of the main broadcasters, or maybe oh. period. Her first sort of drama role. I period. see. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, she's lovely. You know, she's right lovely. now, sort of contemporary Chan Hui yes. is also doing a drama called Iro Un Sagi. Right. But I think Kim Tae-ri is really sort of... She's outshining. Oh my goodness. Because... Yeah. You know, her facial expressions, yes. her, she just reacts so naturally. She does, she does. She's yeah. a very reactive. You just you know? feel like, you know, she's an open book. Yes. But that's her skill. Yeah. And not only that, her enunciation yeah. is so good. Oh, really? Some of her contemporary actresses yeah. have such poor enunciation. I see. They mumble. Yeah. And, you know. But I she's know. got more of that classic thing yes. going on. I love that. <laughs> Fantastic. And she is just so... God. Yeah. And sometimes so scary. Oh, wow. Like my friend saw like one of her turns mm-hmm. because she's actually <clears throat> basically she gets she's taken over by one of the evil spirits. 
pretty oh, early on. Oh, she gets possessed. Possessed, right? In oh. episode one, which sets up this kind of, I think, difficulty for Kimuni oh. because um, now there is a major story arc involving yeah. her and Oh Jung-se because yes. Oh Jung-se also has the cause of his childhood trauma is this evil spirit that's taken over her. So there's that connection. That's right? the major story arc, I see. right? I How see. are they going to defeat this, the this worst, evil the spirit. most powerful evil spirit? Right. But it seems like she couldn't fill in all the episodes with that one story arc. So she's there's a lot of subplots. Involving different spirits. Oh. So already, and I saw in episode so one... Is there a little bit of episodic? Yes drama going on? Like in episode one and two, there's a kushin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, involving sort of bullying, hakpo, okay. and domestic abuse. Okay. And then, then in episode two and three, mm-hmm. there was one involving like poverty, like koshiwan oh, poverty. Okay. So I see. And now in episode three, four, mm-hmm. we see one involving elderly. Okay. So we're going to go through all the different kind of little, the, the Korean uh, uh, Wikipedia of right. various diverse monsters, monster of the week. That's right. Plus, like an supernatural, kind of like supernatural. But and X Files. But you real, but all through it, here is a really evil spirit that latched the has one latched big on, overarching villain latched onto Kim Teddy, and apparently she gets her power from using Kim Teddy to do horrible things to oh, people no. that Kim Teddy is has natural version to or she wants to kind of in the back of her head oh I want to like beat the sure sure you know whatever which she would never do when she was just herself right so it's a little kind of confusing Mm -hmm. why is this evil spirit taking a back seat when there are these other crazy things going on well, 16 episodes to fill. But, I mean, it's early on, so we'll see how it pans mm-hmm. out. I, I was so interested. Uh, thank you so much for your feedback. It's time to wrap up our show, though. We're all out of time. Oh, <laughs> thank sorry. you so much, mm-hmm. Cynthia. We're going to close the show out with Chungshigi singing Parangse. Thanks again, Cynthia. We'll see you next time. Right. Be safe in the rain. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Tan